0: Hello, welcome to Exiting Through the 2010s, a podcast devoted to talking about the movies of the past decade. I'm Jack Draper, and with me is the guy who knows 16 people. It's Tyler Harford. Um, and what have you uh, been watching recently? Anything, anything good, stand out?
1: Hello, yes. Uh, I would say... Um... House of Gucci last weekend, finally caught up with that. Some good uh, Italian Mamma mia! Yes. (laughs) Well, depending how you look at it, uh, with with the Jared Leto performance and whatnot, some interesting Mm. stuff going on there.
0: (laughs) Oh, my sweet. Ah. He
1: he was doing a lot, as they say.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Very, very much acting, yeah.
1: Yeah, capital A acting. Capital A acting going yeah. on, but uh, no, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. Very long. What yeah. is it like? Two and a half hours? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I would, so I would say I was feeling long. the. It feels time like length on where you're like, okay, I can still like jive with this. Pretty. Yeah, easily.
1: yeah. I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, interest was definitely held throughout, still, but um, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So, Uses that driver well. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, yeah, Adam Driver,
1: yeah. uh, three three notable performances this year, right? Yeah, there was yeah. that Annette. I finally caught up with that. What last was the deal. other one? The last two, yeah. Three Good stuff.
0: You Whenever know, shirtless
1: in all yeah. three of them at at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, um right it engages in sexual acts in all 3
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and then it, now he's going to be in uh, the New and next year.
1: Hell
0: yeah! Yeah, yeah, yet again. Uh, for me, like uh, I've been very impressed with the second season of Love Life with uh, William Jackson Harper. It's, um, I didn't. I skipped out on the Anne Kendrick first season. It's like I'm not gonna watch something with Anne Kendrick in it in 2021. Uh, <laughs> and, but and William Jackson Harper is just like a, a pretty incredible lead. He's been in supporting and dozens of things, and it's like. He knows how to engage with the, with like other people so well he can have like chemistry with just about anybody um and he's always so animated and like clicked in with material even if like no matter what kind of role he has and with this like it's so true with modern dating so it's that's yeah, it's really great he's,
1: he was in um the good place right Yeah,
0: yeah 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 uh, i first saw him in patterson
1: right yeah, I wanna I've been wanting to catch up with Love Life. I think I might uh get into that over the holidays mm-hmm. when I have some more time. So Yeah. Glad you like it.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think like I've been also catching up with twenty twenty one releases. Um like what did I I just Oh yeah, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I just saw that. Uh, last week. Fin- fantastic, one of the best of the year. Pretty uh undeniable. I'm one you of the crystal elites. Yeah
1: right? Are you yeah. ready to wade into the discourse, uh, live on air right now?
0: Yeah.
1: We, we got, uh, 30 minutes if you need to.
0: Yeah. How much time do I <laughs> dedicate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got time to set aside. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like there's nothing like that. There's no stone that has been unturned in terms of like what the discourse has been talking about. So it's like, what else do I have left to add aside from like, it's meaningless. And, uh, has no uh, has no place in what the movie does so well, but Gabe Ori is is back here, and you're off Twitter, and I'm you so ha- off you have it. no Round like of applause. you couldn't be further. I know, seriously, you know, like every like I did show, it. like yeah, you we, we did it, hell. Joe,
3: we <laughs> did it, Joe.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah, um. How's it going? Uh, you're you're back.
3: <laughs> I'm back, and you know, even though I'm not strictly on Twitter, I do dip my toes into the discourse. You know how Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield has his secret Twitter account in Rob Pattinson like, too. Yeah. 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 yeah, like that's me. I'm basically them. Um, also, a, an Academy Award nominee. Actually, I don't think Andrew Garfield has been nom- has he been yeah, half Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was like Tony Award winner. Same diff. Um, Anyway, yeah, I love, I love a little discourse. love a little discourse before breakfast. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, the morning discourse. So true. Yeah. I what have you been watching though? recently?
3: Oh. This is what we do I now. Watching? I know I you've it. taken a
0: long break from us, but I know it's been a
3: whole year. It's an evolution.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> life, life changes so fast. We're um, done
0: with bits. And when we begin this, only prompts?
3: (laughs) Well, I got to go if we're done with bits, I'll be honest. (laughs) Um, I have been watching... I just finished The Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO, which was really good. Um, Super fun. Super camp.
0: Yeah, I also Um, saw that. I forgot I I saw that. Um,
3: I liked it. It's good, yeah. 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 I think
0: some of the humor is like... This feels like someone who's like decades older than the characters writing them.
2: But but other times it's really
0: clever and in like, well done. So it's like, I'll take a mixed bag of a college show rather than just a flat out really bad college show.
3: For sure. For sure. It definitely, like it definitely reads like it was written by Mindy Kaling for better Mm -hmm. or for worse. Mm -hmm. Um, But I watched that after I got my booster all like in one day. So I was like, ah, I was delusional. So I was like, this is the best show I've ever seen in my entire life. And then I came out of it and I was like, TV, it can't actually be good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because then I started watching Selling Tampa, um, (laughs) which is even better. (laughs) Cannot recommend Selling Tampa enough or Tampa Bay's on Amazon Prime. Um,
0: That was you this week. Yeah,
3: I went to Tampa. (laughs)
0: B-A-E?
3: Oh yeah, totally. It's a like a reality show about lesbians in Tampa.
0: Okay.
1: It's not like a dating show. It's just, like,
3: it's just like following them. It's pretty great.
0: <laughs> nice, so I have plans after this.
3: <laughs> Literally. Like, clear your schedule. You will be riveted.
0: Um, I feel like something else to watch after your booster when you're slightly delusional is And Just Like That, a Sex and the City reboot. Absolutely.
3: Oh, Another thing that I haven't watched, but that's a show Twitter... about,
0: um, lunatics and like, literally,
3: yeah. but like on my secret Twitter account, I'm like, Oh my God, what happened with Peloton? You know, like, did someone die? <laughs> did, did they kill someone on a Peloton on, and just like that, the sex <laughs> in the city reboot? Cause that's um, camp.
0: It's it. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. It's, <laughs> that, that deserves its own like dissertation. Or... That's
3: another episode. I'll be back yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spoilers, yeah. guys. <laughs> I'm actually the third one here. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good stuff
0: this year. A lot of good TV this fall.
3: Truly. I haven't yeah. watched a movie too since much. I watched this one. Say. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten how to watch movies. Oh, my God. It's a problem. I've,
2: yeah. Definitely
1: um, uh, so much TV. And I would say this year, as opposed to recent years, there's been more weekly TV than. I yeah. recently recall Absolutely. and I personally I prefer that because it's a little easier to keep up with that way
2: mm-hmm. but
1: it's like man all my nights are like locked like these shows these nights and
2: well you and I busy. had the
0: same schedule for Sundays and Wednesdays hell yeah the Survivor, Curb, uh, Succession and uh, Bake Off for a while there oh. it's like oh man that's that's like all you need
3: all the genders <laughs> <laughs> Cover all our bases. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> That's all the
0: branches of government. Um, so true. <laughs> um, speaking of the movie we're covering. Um, totally. Funny you bring that up, actually.
3: Yeah, let's
0: speak about um, it. Yeah, let's be, <laughs> let's be the first one to speak about it. It's um,
3: normal. Actually, it is, kinda,
0: <laughs> it is kind of underrated and very under-discussed in a genre that is that has gone down to popularity uh, mm-hmm. over the 2010s. When was mm-hmm. the first time that you saw this, Gabayori?
3: Um, I think uh, maybe my, f- it came out in 2015. It did, yeah. So I think uh, my... Premiered soft- in
0: Sundance Film Festival. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, All right, Indy. Um, <laughs> I, I think I saw it for the first time in my sophomore year of college, but I didn't like, I only watched part of it. And then I watched it again my junior year. Um, and I was like, ah, this is great. This is like when Harry met Sally, but they fuck more, you know? Um, so that was, yeah, that's the end of that sentence. (laughs) I, so there's this author that I love. Her name is Carrie Winfrey and she writes, uh, like romance novels. Um, and she used to run this blog called a year of rom-coms where she would write, uh, like a short little, it's basically like a sub stack base, like type thing, um, about a rom-com that she watched every week. And I used to like bookmark it and watch whatever she watched. Um, and this was one of them. So she, she gave me the recommendation. Oh, cool. Shout out to Carrie. <laughs> shout out over. to Carrie,
0: friend of the pod. Yeah,
3: we do out. follow some... each other on Instagram. So. What <laughs> were some
0: others that you remember?
3: Oh, Let's see. Um, that absolutely insane Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore movie Music and lyrics um, that I, if no one has talked about music and lyrics, which I don't think they have because it did not come out in the 2010s, like you should have a special episode and let me come talk about music and lyrics because it's yeah. the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, that was like the real standout. The others were like things that I had seen uh, as a rom-com connoisseur, a rom com if you will, or if you want, not um, Yeah. So, so there.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. For me, this is a, um, uh, a, a recent discovery in the pandemic or late in the pandemic. I made this list that I felt insane kind of making, uh, cause it was better as an idea than actually pursuing to make it. Um, every year, uh, since 1940, I would include five movies per year and make like a master list of like, these are the five things that I really want to see.
3: And oh
0: it's like, it was it was easier to be like, oh, I, I would know this year or I would know that year a little bit easier. But it's like, I don't know about 1961. Like, what <laughs> what even comes to mind? And um, this was um, one of the movies I played for 2015.
3: Oh, nice. Um,
0: that is just, I've always heard really good things about. I had known, like, Leslie H- Hedlund through um, Russian Doll before this. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. or Well, technically after, but
3: anyway. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and it's great, you know? It's just one of those, uh, similarly to how we talked about Obvious Childs, mm. that there's not many things like this. And when they're done so well, because the filmmaker and writer understand the best parts of the rom-com genre, it can be like, Wow. Okay. So these things can still have a place in the in film today.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Totally.
1: For myself, um, just a little background, I guess, since you know, still semi new to the show. Um, I've grown to love rom coms over the year. They might be my favorite genre at this point. Um, someone you know, of my age growing up in the 2000s, straight white male and whatnot, like I wasn't per se like seeking out rom coms all the time and so I would say in more like recent years it's been like a discovery like, wow I, I this genre is like a total blind spot for me and I love it and so I've been knocking a bunch out I would say when Harry met he's met definitely like a top 10 all- time film for me, um, and then there's a bunch of others I could we could get into later, but um, so with this one, when I found out we were going to be covering this one from Jack, uh, I had never heard of this movie until like two, three weeks ago. Um, and I pulled it up and looked at the cast list and was like, my God, I'm probably going to love this movie. And, uh, sure as hell. Yeah, I absolutely love this movie. Um, I've watched it twice in the past week now, so I'm well studied. Um, Alison Brie is probably one of my all-time favorite actresses and she's incredible in this. Mm -hmm. Um, Sudeik, I mean, we'll go through the whole cast list, but the cast is just outrageous. And I feel like a lot of the best rom-coms are. It obviously you need the two leads to be like perfect, which I think they are, and then the supporting cast is just money. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to talk about. It. This is a good one.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. And you mentioned so the cast, so and like one of the one of the key aspects of romantic comedies is like casting ridiculously well. Everyone mm-hmm. in this is just like they understand. The part that they're given even more than Hedman does even mm-hmm. like adam brody like perfect he, they perfect all understood the member. assignment you know yeah.
3: like mm-hmm. they they <laughs> got a's they nailed it
0: yeah 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 um and having jason Mendoza and natasha leone be like the <gasps> bruno Kirby and carrie fisher roles right you could say like that that even that is like perfect
3: yeah. Uh, Jack, you and I talked about this like over text very briefly about how Jason Manzugas needs to be made a leading man in a romantic comedy. And every time I watch this movie, I'm just like, please. <laughs> like when he's not playing an absolutely in- fucked up insane character, he like he's got it, you know? Like he's got the charm. He's got the charisma. I I I love some I love some Jason Manzugas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I I was gonna say, uh, for me, if we wanna get into it already, like this is the most I've ever liked Mansuchus is in this movie. Like every line he has in this movie is just gold. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and especially
3: come on blue. Come on, blue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect.
3: That little like end credits scene where he's just like doing bits, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. that's that's the mm-hmm. stuff, that's you know? Yeah. That's that's cinema. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: it's and, uh, Andrea Savage. Yeah, Andrea his yeah, wife. yeah, yeah. yeah
0: yeah and so amanda good. pete as as the boss amanda and,
1: pete's okay, so yeah. good um yeah. i during um twenty twenty quarantine watched um Meyer, which she's the lead in that with mm-hmm. um i forgot the other guy's name, but that's a good show from i s c that wrapped up um and yeah, that was like my introduction to her, and she's amazing in this movie too. I, mm-hmm. it's like hard. I was trying to think while I was watching it the second time, I'm like, who's the MVP of this? And I'm like, I can't pick one person. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Uh,
0: like so nobody good. has that standout scene. Yeah. Right. I guess by default you, you pick Alison Bree Cause I feel like Lainey is sort of a character mm-hmm. in someone else's hand that could be kind of treated as one note, but she's given a lot of dimension and, um, and uh, Brie is able to act with a lot of nuance, uh, especially mm-hmm. with the, uh, uh, with the relationship with Matthew, which is like, ooh, that's that's really handled delicately. Yeah,
3: right. yeah, absolutely.
1: I I um I met, completely missed the vote on Russian Doll, so I definitely want to go back and check mm-hmm. that out now.
3: You got. If somebody it. wanted
0: to vote for Adam Scott for MVP, I wouldn't be upset with that actually.
3: Yeah, he's yeah. so gross. Like he's just yeah. so yeah. disgusting. I don't yeah. want to look at him too long, his stupid yeah, he's fucking said... <laughs> mustache.
0: It's like a cartoon villain. Yeah. It's...
3: Literally, if I see Adam Scott's character in this movie on the streets, like I'm gonna be saying, it's colors, on site. You know. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Though I'll be honest, my first watch I was like maybe he's like the weak weak link here. And then on second watch mm-hmm. I was like, No, he he also understands the assignment. Like yeah. he's such a mm-hmm. dick.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Everyone truly just ate. They ate it up. And I love to see it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: At one point, you're like, why is Laney so attached to this guy? But it's like, because he's so distant. And he's like, he's only engaging with them in a transactional relationship. It's nothing permanent. But it's like, maybe that's because there's such a chase to him. Um,
1: Right. I think one good entry point into this movie, um, and I already mentioned it earlier, is the very obvious one Harry met Sally comparison, this is clearly like bringing mm-hmm. that plot into, you know, in the 21st century into the modern day. And how do you guys think it handles that?
0: I, I, you know, like when Harry met Sally starts out, starts out with the conceit of like men and women can't be friends. Right. And then this doesn't automatically establish that, but what it, goes into um this idea of like if men and women can fall in love right and it's mm-hmm. like because jake has always held this belief that he's not willing to sleep with someone he can't he can't like hold on to forever or something like that um and he realizes that that um, perspective changes with laney it's like we're sort of like watching him go through that realization totally yeah well
3: when harry met sally is like that is my my favorite movie ever. It's, uh, fairly easy for me to say that I when know. I met Sally is like, mm, that's my movie. Um, and I have, I've read a lot of books about the making of it. I've read a lot of, I've done a lot of studying of Nora Ephron. I'm wearing my Nora Ephron shirt today just for recording mm-hmm. because that's just the kind of guy I am. Um, your and-
0: Jersey yeah yeah,
3: it's my jersey. Team Nora, am I right? <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I think like the first the the first opening scenes where we get like the it's like not a flashback, but it's like told in the same chronological sequence yeah, it's kind like of a prologue as when Harry met Sally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um it's just like it's just when Harry met Sally in a different kind of age, you know? It's like we know that men and women can be friends, but it is like you were just saying, Jack, like, can men and women be friends and also care for each other in a deep, like, intrinsic way, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is why I think, well, I won't get into my favorite scene. That's, that's for later. No spoilers. Um, yeah, Everyone's I on the know, edge just, of their seat right now. I know everyone like yeah. <laughs>
0: they're tuning don't in. Go like, away. where is Gabby's favorite scene? Yeah, like yeah, don't like, lose them in the first half.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. so sorry. I know this is how you hook them. Um, everyone wants to know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, when Harry Met Sally is a very, it's a movie that I hold very close to my heart, and this one I think is like a beautiful homage. It's like raunchy and sexy and spicy and fun but also carries a lot of the same like depth and heart that when Harry met Sally does.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also like Jake is never, or I mean, Jake and Lady have never done the, they've never had a relationship like this before when right. it's like, I can sort of see uh, Harry and Sally, like they've, they've had uh, friendships uh, like that, but they've mm-hmm. like, Oh, wait, there's something different here. And they, Keep bumping into each other and they can't escape from each other's lives for a reason.
3: Right. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Rather
0: than I think here it's just a second meat cute.
3: Exactly. Which like there's nothing wrong with two meat cutes. I love I love a double meat cute. You know. <laughs> Ooh, well, you usually get one, but two. Well, that's, that's, oh, two? that's lucky. That's lucky. <laughs>
1: that was gonna be one of my like uh, picking nits about this movie is. Like how many times in this movie do people just happen to run into each other in New York City? Mm-hmm. Like, is that something that happens a lot? Like, aren't there like fifteen million people in New York City yeah. or something?
0: Like in <laughs> like sure alone, I think there's fifteen million. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do love how much of like a kind of an asshole Jake is. Uh like it's not a very oh, yeah. cleanly written character at all. Um mm-hmm. Like, we, when he's trying to flirt with Amanda Pete, he's he's like, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? And then she's like, how long? Uh, for, like, a New York minute? I don't know, 60 seconds? <laughs> and it's like, just get on with this.
3: <laughs> I think, like, he's the same kind of, like... It, lovable asshole as Billy Crystal is in, uh, in when Harry met Sally, which Mm -hmm. I think is why like it works because I don't think Lainey is super all that like Sally. Um, I know that they're different movies. It's not like we're making a reboot moment, Um, but (laughs) like, this isn't when Jake met Lainey. (laughs) When Jake met Lainey. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Lainey, like she and Sally have very different, I think character arcs. Sally's very neurotic, very, um, you know just she's she's got her her life and she's got her lifestyle but like Laney is the cat's deli scene always you know like mm-hmm. that's just the way that she is way it, yeah. um which I think is great like it's it's a fun way to keep the keep the story fresh
0: <laughs> yeah and then manski is uh, the old old lady I don't have what totally. she's doing yeah. <laughs>
3: God <laughs> Rob Reiner's mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: um, yeah. Cause it's not so much like they have to admit, I think from one of their first hangouts, they kind of know that they're in love with each other, but they mm-hmm. like, neither of them want to pursue it. Um, it and, and I think with the case with Harry and Sally, of course we can stop comparing, but it's like, <laughs> they don't know that they love each other until they sleep with each other. And right. then like the catharsis, uh, that's when that's when that comes in, in that movie. But then here it's more like, No, but Jake is gonna be deeply unhappy with Amanda Pete if that begins to be um continued. And then yeah, and when he calls her in the jail um and the police station, he's like, Yeah, I would rather like fuck up with you than be perfect with Amanda Pete or something. Um
3: mm-hmm.
0: It's like, yeah, that's kinda like the thesis of the movie. It's-
3: Right. And it's also like, again, sorry, we'll stop comparing it, but it's interesting that like, (laughs) it's just like, this is what's going to happen. Um, (laughs) the, that's the turning point moment for like both couples when, in terms of Harry and Sally, it's when they sleep together. But for Jake and Lainey, it's when they like kind of have the opportunity to sleep together towards the end of the movie, and they don't. They're just like, I think we're in love with each other, and oh, then yeah. it's like, ah, that's the that's the um, the climax, as it were, but not really. A, a- o, nothing like a sex joke. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just think it's interesting the way that those like that trope kind of gets reversed, um, in. I almost said while you were sleeping. That's a different movie. A, a, a great movie. That's though. a good one too. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sleeping with other people.
1: I, I thought you were about to bring in sleep, sleeping with the enemy also. Like, <laughs> man, we're, these 90s movies, let's go. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, that's a key scene definitely when they're in bed um, and they're both like, you can tell they're both, both in tears and they're Mm -hmm. comforted by each other. Like, they've both just gone through some shit. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, One thing I was thinking, uh, let's say um, Jake doesn't run into uh, Adam Scott's character in the restaurant that day. Like, how do you think things would have gone? Would his relationship have continued with amanda Pete, and her son yeah there's
0: there's like a part of me that that wants to think he calls up laney no matter what isn't running to matt he's just that's going to be the the trigger that has it has it be that day rather than uh later on in the relationship um because he's someone like like he's having a friend leave his life but really it's the love is love of his life um, that's leaving him like it's, it's a partner, but it's also someone that he's going to be really unhappy to like lose his life. Well, you know, it, it, cause she serves both as a best friend, but also as a really great girlfriend. And mm-hmm. I think ultimately Amanda Pete serves as a really great girlfriend from what we see.
3: Yeah. I think the part of me that loves rom-coms and loves, uh, the arc of a romance says that like, of course they end up together. Of course he calls her, of course they get, they reunite. But I think like the realist part of me is like people often settle for complacency in their relationships. It's much easier for you to say I'm happy with this person and just continue to be content. Um, cause I don't think he was, you know, living a horrible life with Amanda Pete, you know, he had a relationship with her son. Um, they were perfectly happy. She knows a place with cheap tequila, (laughs) right? Exactly. Like that's all you could ever want, right? Um, (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I think in relationships, we we do tend to if we get into a a, like a rut or a complacent spot, we just kind of stay there. So the if Jake and Laney are out there in real life, I am kind of wondering if Jake gets his act together and calls her. You know.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I agree. I, I feel like I'd like to believe at some point that would happen. Like, there would be some other type of trigger, like just him and Man of Peace character having, like, regular problems, and mm-hmm. and they become unhappy, they split, and he, you know, as they say in the movie, Facebook's... Uh, <laughs> Why not just say that out but... loud? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like... The the movie does a good job of making it, and I think most rom coms do making it feel like no, it's like destiny. Like these two mm. are made for each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and their chemistry like make just makes you feel that like wow. And they say it in the in the Target or wherever they're at when they're Christmas shopping. Which hey, Christmas movie, little bit little mm-hmm. um, so dash of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that scene too where the the cashier is like, we just love you. You're a perfect married couple. <laughs> and they like yeah. go along with it.
2: Um, yeah. I
0: know that the movie got like some, f- some flack in 2015 for having like a too cute of an ending, but, and and they wanted it. And like, so I saw some reviews that were wanting the movie to be too or more subversive. Um, And I guess like, if you want, like you can see where they're coming from. Uh, Cause like Gabby said, it, it's like a little, too cute. I don't know. It it just, I think it would feel wrong if he ended up with Paula at the very end. And and it's just like, Jake is going to be deeply unhappy. And I think at the start of the movie, we saw him be already deeply unhappy. Cause like, there's a reason why that first relationship ended so poorly. Right. Um, Yeah. Or or, or he did cheat on, on that first girlfriend, I think.
3: Totally. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I'm also kind of like the, the criticisms of this movie especially the ending it's like i mean i can put away my realist brain and be like it's probably not like they're not gonna real people don't usually just end up at city hall after they <laughs> reunite um but also like at the same time what is more subversive than a happy ending you know like it's pretty it's pretty cool to just sort of be like yeah these these two people are in love with each other. They're going to get married, and that's the the movie's going to end. And we're just going to we're just going to be stoked about it, yeah. you know. Yeah, sure. um, I'm t- I'm tired of things being bad. I'm tired of things being sad, you know. Like <laughs> just let Jake let, just and like,
0: Laney be happy. Yeah.
3: Just let Jason Sudeikis and Alison Brie like do a little kissing on the street. Let it happen. <laughs>
0: and that's And fantastic. that's when he gets to shout uh Elaine like and then graduate exactly. and like, okay, well this well this guy who's constantly <sighs> referencing pop culture uh finally gets his little moment and um exactly uh and Paula isn't the one who teaches Jake to be emotionally available like that 's laney and and, right. and like in the, the same with Jake teaching laney how to how to be more open minded i guess uh mhm. And now they can, like, teach each other more life lessons. And, like, I feel like they they had more to teach each other.
1: For sure. Yeah, I would say in response to all that, like, at some point... And I feel like this is what's going to make the movie, like, a rewatchable movie for me. And one that, like, I'm going to revisit a lot. Because, like, goddammit, it makes me feel good. Like, <laughs> like if this movie had some, like, bummer ending, like, that that would just be a bummer. Like, at some point... Don't overthink it. Like, we... The point... Or not the point, but we're watching the movie because it makes us feel good. Um, we love these two together. We want to see them together. Give us what we want, mm-hmm. baby. Let's go. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I it's, think, like,
0: super well made. Like, you don't have to sacrifice yeah. anything like that.
1: I I was thinking, you know, when thinking about rom-coms and everything. It's not a rom-com, but one of my favorite... Um, what's the right word? Movie romances ever would be uh, broadcast news. Oh
3: my God! Yes, Are let's you speaking talk about it. Right yeah. Let's have that conversation.
1: Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Uh, yeah, that and when Harry Met Sally, probably like my two favorite movies of the 1980s. Like, oh my God! Yes, uh, yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that one ends on like sort of like a down note. Yeah,
3: kinda, and like, it's a, and it, like
0: a really really sad ending. Yeah. are yeah.
1: just
3: like everyone kind of goes their separate ways, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like right. that's a, that's a realistic ending, but it is kind of a bummer. Cuz Jane has is, the realization
0: and... about about Tom about manipulating the interview and mm-hmm.
3: like, um
0: and David is far too judgmental about the...
1: So my point You're is there. that's a different type of movie. Like I mm. I love that as well. Um but this isn't that type of movie. Like you right. Just, you yeah. just Want to feel good, yeah. and and God damn it, we feel good.
3: God, we feel mm-hmm. so good. Although <laughs> I, I do also I I do feel good when I watch broadcast news sometimes, I, which is like often. Like I I watch broadcast news like a lot, <laughs> um, yes. because I have a I have a little crush on Holly Hunter. It's oh, like yeah. a big crush. Who doesn't? Um, wow, I'm so glad you brought Especially up broadcast in the late, news.
0: Late '80s, yeah.
3: Oh God, who's doing it like her? Who's doing <laughs> it like her?
0: We love you. Yeah.
3: Bill Hurt, not so much, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I like how I called him Bill. Like, we're close. You know, Bill. <laughs> like, my close personal friend, Bill Hurt. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, yeah. And, and also, this is a great New York movie. Um, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we've we discussed York movie. New York uh, a lot of times on here, but. This is the one that it's not like overusing it. Like New York is another character. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is like, yeah, yeah, But you feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When shot they're on the, we're
1: at, when they're on the water on the boat or whatever, yeah. like some really good shots there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just can't believe like. Like I said, I had never heard of this. I didn't know this movie existed until like two weeks ago. And yeah, I, you know, I like to think of myself as like fairly embedded in the movie culture and whatnot. <laughs> I I was alive in 2015. Like I knew, <laughs> I knew what was going on. Why is Here's this movie not the more of a thing? Yeah. Like I know, it's crazy. I know.
0: Um, I think IFC is just shit at marketing. Sometimes okay. like they just yeah. kind of bury th- their things. I this is certainly not one of those examples. Um, They just, but yeah, like they don't have like two wider releases um, that have this stay in the, in the main culture. Um, Mm -hmm.
3: Could you
1: imagine if this came out on Netflix, like next weekend?
3: Oh, people would go crazy. (laughs) Especially like with the Jason Sudeikis Renaissance that's happening right now, Mm -hmm. everyone would just be like collectively losing their minds. Like so valid. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like Jason Sudeikis was never uh, like anyone's, maybe anyone's first pick for like a leading man in a rom-com. Um, Cause you know, he was like the SNL guy. Like he was, he did like that type of shit, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But now he's, he's kind of- And same with Alison
0: Brie. Like she was Annie from Community and True right. from Mad Men. And like they, right. they were so pigeonholed and- and their tilt like...
1: community was another thing though that definitely was not as big as it should have been especially mm-hmm. by 2015 when at that point was it on a uh, freaking yahoo already oh my god um <laughs>
0: i think so yeah
1: but yeah i finally caught up with community late um and then also loved her from mad men she's been okay. in some other good movies too mm-hmm. um yeah trying to think what else
3: she was in happiest the happiest season I'm just about to say she was in the most depressing lesbian oh Christmas gosh. movie of all time right. <laughs> yeah.
1: happiest season not a great rom-com
2: no,
3: no pretty pretty much a bummer start to finish but yeah. Kristen Stewart mm-hmm. she's she's she understood the assignment just by being yeah.
0: <laughs> But I, I don't remember Sudeikis having any other dramatic role where it's like he really got to dig deep into a, a character that someone wrote for him but I think this is like the most dramatic I've ever seen Sudeikis. Um
2: mm-hmm.
0: He's kind of a shitty guy, but it's, but it's not like he's hard to watch. Like he's, he's just kind of like unaware and deep comm- commitment issues.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And like, I don't know. I think there's like a lot of, One of the things that I appreciate the most about this movie is how completely fucked up and flawed both of the main characters are. I think we are kind of used to seeing rom-coms where it's like, ah, this woman meets the perfect guy but he fucking sucks and she has to change him or you know like vice versa but in this one like they both kind of suck and they just they grow together it's not like they're changing each other or like it's not like they have a a set goal of fixing one another you know it's like they're just growing as people and um they're they're friends that's what you do with your friends you become a better person if you have the right friends um and i think that's kind of what's happening with them Mm-hmm. which is great. It's very refreshing. Yeah.
0: They see a little bit of each other in, and like, they wish that they can change what they see.
3: Totally. Well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like Annie or, oh my God, Annie Laney. that's nice. <laughs> uh she has that panic attack when Matthew calls her and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my God, you're reacting to this way about some mustache uh, gynecologist and, and like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And like the movie is kind of, Not making fun of her, but it's like... What do you see in this guy?
3: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
1: What do y'all think of the... And I caught this definitely on my first watch, but even more so on the second watch. There's definitely... some type of undercurrent of, like, some racial stuff going on in this movie, where, like, the movie feels very, like, conscious of and aware of the fact that, like this is a very, like, white movie, and any time, like, any people of color, like, come into it, it's, like, commented upon. Mm -hmm. Um, Notably, like, that scene where they're, like, shopping at Target, and she calls him out for, like, some, like, subtly racist comments. Mm -hmm. I just found that interesting that the movie was, like, making those points. But I thought it was, like, really well done. Um, So,
3: yeah. I think it's like, I mean, I think this is also part of a commentary on the rom-com genre as a whole, which is historically very white. Um, romance as a like media concept is pretty much white predominantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like by inserting those comments and by inserting some self-awareness mm-hmm. there, um, it was like, I don't want to say that they did anything groundbreaking because like, the two leads are still like, you know, cis, white, straight people. Um, but it was like a like an acknowledgement of the whiteness of the rom-com genre. Right. Yeah,
0: that's a good way of looking at it. Um, and then he's... And then, yeah, Jake tries to pass it off as being like, well, I'm just trying to paint you a vivid picture. And it's like, was, were the details really necessary? Like, what he's trying to... Right. Talk about a black woman he slept with. Um, mm-hmm. but,
1: but then, like, think- it, it doesn't... Um... It doesn't like think on it like too long. It's like mm, it's like boom there, right. and then it's like back to jokes, back to good, and...
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? Back to banter. Um,
1: yeah, and it's, and it's
0: like yeah, yeah. It's like Gabby, what Gabby said. Like, is that the characters checking off that box, or is it the movie in Leslie Headland being like, um... right? <laughs> we can go back to that, <laughs> but right. Um, yeah, and I guess it's it's more like, do I want to see Leslie Headland writing for characters that she doesn't know or she doesn't know how to write for or is it just like well i guess it's just it's not to say that's impossible it's like i guess it's just it's just easier that way i guess um
3: no exactly it's like again it's this sort of like who gets to tell the stories of Mm. um people whose stories are historically not told in this genre and any genre like not specific just to rom coms or romances as a whole. Um yeah, I don't know. I think also it's interesting um to think about how like Leslie Headland very recently came out as a lesbian and um it's interesting that like Natasha Leone's character was queer and stuff like that. And it feels it's interesting to have like a queer woman write a straight story. Um because yeah, I don't know. It's just like as a, as a lesbian, I project a lot onto rom coms, and would have like truly just lost my mind if I had the opportunity to write something like this. Um, and I think some people might be like, "Oh, it's so weird that a straight, where that a that a queer woman is writing a straight love story." But it's like mm-hmm. you get to insert stories of queerness into whatever narrative you're writing as a mm-hmm. you know if you're a queer person writing it. I kind mm. of devol- devolved into a tangent, but I'd love to talk about no, Laney. we're here for so. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> no, uh, Laney's uh, friendship with Natasha Leone's characters definitely feels notable, too. I was going to ask um, if uh, Leslie Hedlund was. Uh, queer, and so mm-hmm. that's good to know. I didn't know that coming in. Yeah, um, yeah, and
0: and she based this relationship with Jake and Lady off her own relationship with a guy, uh, mm-hmm. which is ultra interesting. Um,
2: yeah,
0: it was. I saw in an interview that she was like, "Bachelorette," her first movie before this was about being mm-hmm. single in New York, and now this is about being dated in New York, and how mm-hmm. those two movies like uh, talk to each other.
2: Yeah. Right. I,
0: I meant to watch Bachelorette before this, but I got.
1: And has she? So after this, she did Russian Doll, and then mm-hmm. nothing since then, right?
0: She was scheduled to do something for Star Wars, but then she dropped out.
3: Yeah, which I, is
0: yeah. Insane,
1: right?
3: No, that's a whole thing. Also, like, go talk. You know, live your truth, Queen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get the Disney money. Yeah, get the Disney money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see what she does next. She has a very interesting trajectory as a like as a filmmaker. Um also her working relationship with Natasha Leon is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um Natasha Leon is queer coded, like, right? Yeah. Like she definitely has queer Do energy. we really <laughs> believe that
0: relationship with Fred Armisen? I, I, don't, I, gotta know.
3: Fake, I don't know. Right? 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 <laughs> it's got to be fake, right? Um like no offense, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Um yeah. yeah, I don't know.
0: I can't even remember another time though you've seen a movie focusing on a sex addict. Like I think that's that's kind of like Niple played Maniacs for laugh. on one.
3: laughs
1: clearly you haven't seen shame
2: <laughs>
0: oh that's oh fuck that's right we've covered that yeah um well I guess I guess with like focusing a comedy on it is also yeah. interesting like uh like like Lainey is functional like she's not mm-hmm. like oh my god I'm so, like she talks about her horniness and, horniness and like mm-hmm. desire for Matthew and like it's very open and frank about it but it's it's not it's yeah. Yeah. I, I, seeing it depicted this way is, is refreshing.
3: For sure. I also think it's interesting too. I think when like when people describe media or other content as like very sex positive, that kind of like, it just means that the characters are like, yeah, they're not actively shaming anyone for having sex. But mm. I think this movie is actually sex positive in that it just, it depicts a woman like, having sexual desires acting upon them and like she's not really punished for it like Mm -hmm. she is dealing with her own right like she's dealing with her own internal struggles and growth but that would be the case you know like regardless Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's just like kind of how life works um and it's very it's very refreshing to see like women enjoying sex and sexuality and stuff like that
0: Mm And then the movie calls out Jake for mansplaining uh, masturbation, and
3: that scene is so funny. Yeah, that's a good scene.
0: <laughs> I, I gotta go home. I, me too. You yeah. like,
3: <laughs> the way that it's just like I have that bottle of cranberry juice, like that he was huh. using. I like it was from Trader Joe's. Like I could tell, you know. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think another character that reinforces all that is Amanda Peet's character because mm-hmm. she's she kind of like um she resets the power dynamic with uh Jake from where where he's used to. Um you know, obviously she uh her company buys him out and so then she's his boss and then obviously they're both pretty into that. Um, but then when they finally go out, she's like, makes it clear, like, no, this is on my terms, mm-hmm. but she definitely like, um, she cares for him and wants to be there for him. Like even when, he, when they have sex and he very shittily says Lainey's name, mm-hmm. which like, I am, Im- I imagine she would be very pissed. She's like, no, let's talk about it. Right. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you would you would think like in another movie, maybe not even a worse movie, but uh, the Paula character would be like, you said another girl's name, I'm out of here. And, right. and it's like, she just like sticks around and wants to hear him out. Because um, the perception of Jake around the office is that he's kind of a womanizer and sleazy. Um, mm-hmm. But then when they go out together, uh, she sees a more nuanced and caring side of him. So I think maybe over dinner, she was like, okay, well, this is a less shitty guy than I thought I'd get.
1: Right. And there's more to him than he lets on. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Yeah. I really appreciate also in, that this movie didn't make us try to dislike Amanda Pete. Like she wasn't really villainized. Um, yeah. The only character who's really villainized is Adam Scott. Like rightfully mm. so, because he sucks. Um, <laughs> but I think we're, we're pretty used and to then even the, the
0: end with the final conversation right. it's like wow there's there's like a really long history here
3: right right and it's at, we're we're used to seeing the um like the female competition in a move in a rom-com the this like raging bitch like parker posey and you've got male like you just don't <laughs> you don't want to be around her you don't want to you are rooting against her but i mm-hmm. never found myself actively rooting against amanda pete i was like this is uh, she's just wrong place, wrong time, wrong guy. You know, like, yeah, but yeah. she's not an asshole.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, wrong guy. I think. Or, mm-hmm. I think. I think. Also, like, Jake is in the wrong place for mm-hmm. someone that Paul is looking for. Um, totally. Yeah, and I, Actually, I, I I'm, uh, willing to bet that, uh, um, Matt and Emma are very, uh, unhappy together. Like, just like they'll have the kid. Like, just a, mm-hmm. like um, imagine our own epilogue for these characters. They'll have the kid, and, like, they'll uh, like make it work together and perform for other people. But Matt is going to always be thinking about Lainey and, like, mm-hmm. the relationship they could have had. And... I
1: mean, I would take a step further with Amanda Heath's character, actually, and say, like, she. there's a read on the movie where, like, she's the most sympathetic character. Because, mm-hmm. like, at the end, when he... Says, like, oh, that's my girl, like, when he's beating up Adam Scott. It's like, wow, that's, like, horrible. Like, you really feel for her in that moment. And then when she gets in the cop car with uh, Jake and, you know, calls him out on it, it's like, yeah, I'd be be more upset than she was. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she's like, you know, I let my son fall in love with you over the last, they were together, like, two months. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, definitely a big deal. (laughs)
3: Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and, it is and it's pretty Go ahead, Jack.
0: Oh, yeah, what? Uh, uh. Yeah, it's even it's even mirroring uh when Jake calls Laney babe. Mm. Um, or it's just like would... why are you just you're kind of projecting this idea that it's going to go further when you're not even there yet. Like they're mm-hmm. just friends hanging out one night and he's just like asserting this uh relationship that hasn't been established yet it's like <laughs> you're we're no, never I, his girl and uh i
1: i would i think they had already been ha- like best friends for a long time at that point and they were already very clearly in love at that point mm-hmm. um so i i thought that was cute personally <laughs> mm.
3: i yeah i thought so too because like I don't know. I, I've never like been secretly pining for my best friend or anything like that, (laughs) but there's like a, there's a, like a special intimacy that comes along with like pet names and nicknames for your close friends. And I think if you do happen to be secretly in love with them without maybe even realizing it, like that sort of subliminal, like endearment just kind of comes out. Um, Mm. I don't know. I, I also, I, all my friends have Little pet names. I call all my friends uh babe or some variation of uh of that. So maybe I'm just biased because I'm a little mm. simp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely.
1: Well, Laney and Jake are my best friends now, so I'm mm. going forward in life, I'm just gonna refer to them as Babe when I rewatch the movie.
3: Totally, mm-hmm. as you should.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna start people calling people cocaine because they yeah. <laughs> yeah, without you we wouldn't have the West Wing. <laughs>
1: That that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's
0: a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, this one's just really, like, so well put together, and you can't just, you can't deny, like, how good Sudeikis and Bray are together. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, and, and it's, it just makes you wonder why we don't have more romantic romantic comedies. Do we have any theories? Like, because the loss of the romantic comedy is sort of tied into the loss of the movie star over the over the decade mm. a
2: little bit yeah
3: mm-hmm. i this was like part of my area of study in college um the rom-com the making the marketing around rom-coms the way we don't have them anymore um and part of it of course has to do with the fact that um Content, media, any sort of anything that is marketed specifically towards women doesn't sell. Um, And it's even when it does sell, it doesn't sell as much as a Marvel movie, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like not it's not a it's not something that attracts um, production companies or anything like that. The I, I also work in a bookstore, so I'm kind of in tune with publishing and stuff like that. And romance novels are having a bit of a renaissance as well because they, uh, people are starting to realize that it's not all, like, Harlequin bodice rippers. (laughs) Like, there's actual... It's like this movie. I mean, there's actual, like, depth and heart there um, and sincerity and stuff like that. And I think we've seen parts of the rom-com come back, like, on streaming services, like like Netflix, with uh, that what was that uh with zoe Deutsch, uh set it oh, up
0: um set it up Yeah.
3: Yes. yeah like Q, right mm-hmm. um but then it like kind of stopped you know and now they're kind of leaning into like campy horrible holiday movies and stuff like that um yeah so i don't know it's a it's a pickle because these kinds of rom-coms do sell and the more people are aware of them, the more people will watch them and like them and yeah. fall in love.
0: Yeah, and you, you would think like they need to sell them just with a twist this time. Like, oh no, it's rom com, but like it's mm-hmm. it's like in the old west like, i don't
3: know <laughs> right or like with queer people like yeah, right. literally it's like and it's people. like is that the
0: twist or is it just right something well,
3: else? It's the, the thing is that it's just like people are expecting the formula because the formula mm. is there it's the same formula that's yeah, it's like any again. genre
2: yeah
3: right exactly but people people like i don't know lost their nut when happiest season came out because it was like billed as a holiday rom-com um with two women I I have some questions about the marketing of that but you know like people will go wild for anything that's a little different but still in the same mm-hmm. sort of general category
0: I think we're the three people wrong people to ask but in 2015 I'm only to imagine that IFC was was like I don't know how to market this without having it seem like any other rom-com and how how special this one is uh
2: mm-hmm.
0: compared to any others that are still being made Um, Right. In the decade.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like you're right uh, that there was like a kind of a renaissance in recent years where people were tuning into all the Netflix rom-coms that were coming out. Um, The difference with those is, at least for me, all those movies coming on there, they're all with people I had never heard of before. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very different from when, you know, rom-coms come out in the 90s, 2000s, um, have some of the biggest movie stars in the world, you know, Julia mm-hmm. Roberts, um, whoever.
0: Sandy and, B, yeah, mm-hmm. aforementioned.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, so oh yeah. Um, so that's a bummer to me. But at the same time, I'm like... You know, do I really want to see like Chris Evans in a rom com? <laughs> like, yeah. like we we just need better movie stars too. Like, mm, I don't know.
0: Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then I guess it's like, where did Julie Robertson and Sandra Bullock start out in their in their um, formation of people that we come to know um, who stars, star in rom coms? Rather, it's like we just drop captain america into a romantic comedy it's like because you're so well known for playing another character it's like it's hard to i mean granted like he's gonna play other people but it's like seeing you in a romantic comedy it's like i'm just a guy in new york city like this, what <laughs> but right um, but that's just like a pro another problem with having so many actors being pigeon to uh playing superheroes
3: yeah And there was like, like during the eighties and nineties, when Meg Ryan, um, Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts, when they were becoming movie stars, they built it off of the chemistry that they had with their co-stars, like with these male romantic leads. Tom Hanks. Right. And like, you look at Tom Hanks, you look at Bill Pullman and Mm -hmm. while you were sleeping or Richard Gere and you're like, those are not the, you know, maybe Richard Gere. Cause like, I can't, who am I to deny the truth of that man? He's like, he's a spice. Um, but like the other two, you wouldn't say, Oh yeah, those are like my perfect romantic hero. But the, yeah. the movie star attractability comes from the chemistry that they all have with their, with their co-stars. Um, and that's what like made them stars. I think if I saw Chris Evans in a rom-com, I like I wouldn't. I wouldn't see it because I'd be like this would suck. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because it's a,
0: since the two leads find each other so attractive. So you so does the audience, right? Cause it's Right, like, exactly. Their chemistry is so good you buy into it even mm-hmm. even stronger.
1: Let's say Leslie Hedlund wrote this exact movie now. And it starred Tom Holland and Zendaya. You mean to tell me that movie wouldn't make like well over a hundred million dollars? Like people would see It totally would.
3: It totally would, right? It
1: it would be a big deal. I have a pretty strong feeling.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: You just need to get, yeah, the right leads and yeah, let's bring Ron Coms back. God damn it. Mm -hmm.
3: God damn it. We're doing it it right now.
2: It's us. It's on to us.
3: I'm, I've been I'm seeing, been like, all the this. phones are
0: going off the rail. Like,
3: yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to push the rom-com agenda for the majority of my adult life, and I am not going to stop now, damn it.
0: <laughs> I also think that there's a post-just-go-with-it world. Um, <laughs> so true. That's it's, that it's sort of like, uh, tell me about it. <laughs> you can say that again. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler made this movie in 2014 that sort of is a very... Uh, genuine romantic comedy but buried underneath it is just every um, what to expect when you're not expecting uh, just go with it it's every trope that we've, that we've seen but they're, it's done like in a very loving way it's just mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that maybe scared some people off like okay they, had, they know all our tricks um, but that's not to right. say it can't be done now it's um,
3: totally I totally agree uh, I could talk I, I could just keep talking I could just keep <laughs> talking about the 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 way the rom com has been misunderstood for all these years. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. won't, but like I could. <laughs>
0: yeah, and even like with someone like Sudeikis, who's known for being so schlubby, and just like, oh, well then, like, like who's going to take you seriously until you find the right role for you? Um, mm-hmm. And also Alison Bree, who's yeah, but like we already said, like she's she's found Lainey, who's who can be like kind of a a punching bag but, but then mm-hmm. like yeah like yeah yeah the movie just knows how to handle these two with with such delicacy yeah
3: if
1: if i like we've already said how great this cast is and it's hard but if like between Sudeikis and Alison Bree, if i had to say which one of them is more like irreplaceable in the movie i would i would say Alison Bree. I would mm-hmm. say she is just so good at doing this exact thing and mm-hmm. it really it's like you see it with her in community too I think she might be the star of, the, of community mm-hmm. which is also another great cast but she's so talented like she, she's so likable um mm-hmm. yeah, funny all yeah. yeah perfect range like really she's been underutilized since then so
3: yeah mm-hmm. She, I mean, she has that same sort of charisma that like the old rom-com stars oh, did, right. you know, like she has the, the Meg Ryan energy, um, in like a more feral way, yeah. which is like super fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's just it's like a little spunk. bit crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And even the scenes with her and Matt, like they're sort of directed differently where it's just mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is clearly something that is from a different movie, but it doesn't feel jarring.
3: Right. Like her, in those scenes, she is, uh, much more vulnerable, obviously, but it's like, you can, the audience can tell in a way, uh, there's just a lack of ease that mm. it with, when, in those scenes with, uh, Adam Scott, than uh, with, than with Jake, um, just in the way that they're staged, blocked, um, just the way that she is kind of depicted on screen. I think it's great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I, uh, as I posted on Twitter last night, I'm, I'm declaring it now. This is one of the three best rom-coms ever. I'm putting it with When Harry Met Sally and then going all the way back to, um, geez Catherine Hepburn and, uh, what's his name? Bringing Up Baby.
3: <clears throat> oh, yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah. Cary Grant. B- Huh. Carrie Grant, yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah. and and I would say is some Cary Grant energy in this, so yeah, for
0: yeah. sure. I, no, honestly, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I,
2: the,
0: I think the, the the issue comes in like setting it modern day, where it's just like, is it gonna be too 2015? But I think it veers away from that.
3: It's like just 2015 enough, you know. Y- yes, yes.
0: That's yeah. yeah. That's what I'm trying to say, um,
3: like, I don't want. I don't want a an online dating rom-com you know and this was like yes. just perfect enough
0: um yeah this is this is very timely that you say that um because the teaser trailer and i i can't believe i'm saying this out loud i don't want to believe this how about your father um spin <laughs> spinoff it, it was just posted online uh and there's there's and it has hillary duff as as the star and she's like going through tinder and it's like this is a field date, and it takes place since 2022 uh, mm. and, and it feels like this is going to feel stale in like, the moment reader. it comes out. I know. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, is that like a Hulu show
1: or? It a is. Network? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Hulu.
2: Do you
3: remember, um, do you remember when Greta Gerwig was supposed to I, be in yeah. 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 And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> How I Met Your Dad. Yeah. LOL. Good times. <laughs>
0: um, and then I think she got Frances Ha after that, but. What she if
1: was, Greta like, Gerwig different. was Allison Brie's character in this
0: movie? That'd be interesting. Ooh, I mean, this year movie. she had, she, do she, had, it? she had Mistress America out, and that's sort of like another right. great uh, performance. Yeah,
3: you have, like a similar yeah. spunk
0: and like life. But...
3: I think like Allison Brie just has a certain like I don't know. Yeah, you like can't a, replace her. There's yeah, no like one. I love love some Greta, but I don't. I don't know if she's got it. Like, I think Greta Gerwig is a little too, like, I don't know. You know? <laughs> like, she, like, I just think Allison Brie's got something that she doesn't. It's a like, completely both,
1: different energy.
3: Right. Yeah, she's built definitely. a little different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and now you say Sudeik is replaceable. Who do you who do you swap him out with? Oh, man. Because um, I don't know. I, I know. I have no qualms. You know...
3: I could see Sudeikis being replaced with like any of the SNL guys from that era. Like I mm-hmm. could see Andy Samberg in that role, especially after Spader. seeing Palm Springs. Yeah. Spader. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I just like, I don't know. I don't know why.
0: Well, I, you say the SNL generation uh, that he's a part of, uh, Bill Hader has, mm-hmm. um, a train wreck out this year. So
3: it's oh sort of yeah, like, totally. Hey, that's
1: who I meant. Did I say James Spader? I meant Bill Hader.
3: <laughs> we knew okay. who you meant.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, James. Could you imagine if it was James Spader?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs>
3: Oh, God. All the gin joints
0: in all the world. Who is that?
3: Everything <laughs> with other people. Yeah. Everything is the same, <laughs> but James Spader is the male lead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine uh, James Spader yeah. mansplaining masturbation? Ah, <laughs> so, no.
3: That's okay, boring. moving on. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to picture that. No. <laughs> no, but I could see. I could see Bill Hader in this role. I think uh-huh. like any of the um, that whole that whole uh, like early 2010s. Uh, SNL generation was yeah. built of like the same type of man, you know? Like they were just all different <laughs> shades of the same dude. Um and I love them all, but like I think any of them could have could have done it. Not that Sadekis isn't great because like, I do love yeah. him. But
0: yeah. Cause, well, like, he's he's very like energy he's very animated. Um, yeah. but also there's an undercurrent of sadness. Mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. pre uh lasso.
1: Here's oh, the difference s- though with Sudeikis compared to those two, uh, Samberg and Hader, um, <laughs> is Sudeikis actually pulls off, like, the hot guy
3: thing. hmm And right. I
1: don't know if those two guys are doing that. That's a different energy.
3: Hmm. No, I don't think, I don't think Bill Hader could do it. Um, like, I would have a hard time believing that Bill Hader just, like, pulls you know yeah (laughs) like like, i just don't think i could believe that um but Jason dick is like i see it you know like he's got the he's got the energy
0: witty handsome
3: yeah the whole package Um,
0: got the spark what about seth myers
3: no (laughs) can you imagine although i do love seth myers
0: this I is weekend know. update. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. He's good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, right. This is
0: weekend update. Himself. Do you want to take drugs and do a little kid's
2: birthday?
3: <laughs> what? I'm Let me say to finger yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right.
1: Pete Davidson. Uh, that's a no.
3: I don't want to see Pete Davidson do a rom-com. Like, he's well, speaking he has set it up. He
0: was uh, the one of the co-leads.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Really. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, he was a bestie for sure. Um a bestie. See, I yeah. would
1: like to see what a Pete Davidson rom com would look like.
3: Mm-hmm. Who would his co star be? Like who? Because like he has had every like every range of woman, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. I-, I guess like maybe someone from SNL like, um, Chloe
1: Fineman.
2: Or...
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you oh, imagine? God. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, oh. I don't know. It'd be fun. We'll never
1: know because they don't make those.
3: Damn it. (laughs) Damn you. God damn it.
0: Yeah. And I think this movie has been like reassessed since 2015. Um, But it's not to say it was dismissed. It was just like, wait, this was good, but it was better than we thought. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Which Mm -hmm. is interesting.
1: Well, I'm going to lead the reassessment. You know, I'll plug the podcast. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Plug my five star letterbox review mm-hmm. and, and say yeah. you guys it's need to tw- learn.
0: It's gonna be tweeted out every day until like the end of time. No,
3: genuinely, I would join. Yeah. I would rejoin Twitter just for that. <laughs> I'd give you a retweet. I'm Guys, so glad I'm you liked it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no one was. It's the return. No one was asking for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it comes back to theaters. Like
3: forget Avatar.
1: We're re-releasing. <laughs> like, sleeping Our with other
3: influence. People. Our influence. Yeah. It's
0: not even like specialty box off. It's just, just like no, count this. No, it's
3: just, yeah, it's just yeah. back. It's just yeah, back it's there. Just back. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> This is this is what brings folks back to the theaters after the pandemic.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Um, I love Billy Eichner as the sex addi- addiction.
3: Oh like, yeah. Lecturer. I forgot that he that was him.
0: Yeah, that's that's that just like a really, a really it's funny. Only in the one that, scene, right? He did. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just like the one line, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, Leslie Hendlin had the idea um, of like, wouldn't it be funny if? We have Billy Eckner as the, as the sexy She's she right. Goes, yeah. She was right. Yeah.
3: It has similar, this is going to be an embarrassing sentence to say, but it has similar energy as, uh, in the Fault in Our Stars movie when, uh, oh. <laughs> when Mike Burbiglia uh, plays, <laughs> Mike Burbiglia plays the, uh, like the cancer group leader. And it's just like the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, that's Mike Burbiglia, you know, not that I'm <laughs> actively watching the Fault in Our Stars in <laughs> 2021, but you know.
0: So that's my car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's pretty good. Is that a rock start- I've
1: never seen that.
3: Wait, is this a bit? No. Oh. <laughs> um, no, it's like it, The Fault in Our Stars. It's like based off of that John Green young adult novel about the two kids with cancer who make out in the Anne Frank house.
1: Wow. <laughs> that's, that's certainly a premise.
3: <laughs> it's a concept, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> not relatable content. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, know Eichner's a good small bit, um, oh, one thing I wanted to comment on, I was very jealous, uh, I do, like, all the dates they go on are very sweet, um, mm-hmm. and well choreographed, I think, I was very jealous uh, that they're both, like, they're, like, very good, uh, with chopsticks, um, <laughs> That made me very jealous. Uh, I I struggle with chopsticks. Um, So I was, uh, and just the food in general. Um, I was (laughs) like, damn, I need to go on a date like that. But first, I got to watch some YouTube videos and learn how to use chopsticks properly.
3: You gotta get the little helpers, like the chopstick helpers, which is like the whitest thing yeah, I've ever said in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like uh, one of my coworkers uses them and she lost them the other day and it was like devastating. She was like, I can't eat my sushi. It's like your fingers. <laughs> <That'd> be <laughs> yeah, because
1: if I take someone on a sushi date and I, I pull out a fork, they're gonna be like, Bro, that's that's enough.
3: <laughs> it's a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag. <laughs> Hard red flag. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even oh, have God. a chance to defend yourself. It's just nope um Mm -mm.
0: yeah yeah there's that and then there's that part um like jake is trying to be like no but we have our thing together like this chinese restaurant is our thing um Mm -hmm. isn't that like the um oh what what is he talking about then um the dj oh right
3: oh god (laughs) right yeah 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 and it's, it's and it's like DJ. oh like
0: he's just gatekeeping everything. He's they, very salty. Yeah, yeah,
3: right, yeah. right. Which is fun. It's like just fun. It's mm-hmm. fun to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because everything ends up like a little bittersweet, you're like oh wait, but I want Jay to improve on like mm-hmm. like how he's treating Lainey. But it's not like it's not like he's doing anything abusive. It's just like you're like painfully self, uh, like you're un- unaware mm-hmm. of everything you're saying.
3: <laughs> right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like you, uh, you can really feel the growth with both their characters um, from beginning to the end of the movie, especially especially with Sadaka. So like that opening scene with him, he's I'm like man, he's a dick. Uh, yeah, he's a mess. to his girlfriend in that scene. She pushes him on the car. I'm like hell yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
0: and they actually did that. They were actually like in the streets of New York filming that. Like it wasn't like rehearsed or cool. chaos. Anything.
3: That's sicko mode truly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Didn't, uh, yeah. on our episode last week for Uncut Gems, Carrie Whitmer, she said she was like, cause it, there's also that type of scene in Uncut Gems where Sandler and Julia Fox are arguing in the street in New York City. And oh, she's yeah. like, oh yeah, that's something you see all the time. And like you see it in this movie too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very. Does true, someone get like... clipped by a taxi? And... Just Not another Tuesday.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Exactly. That um, sounds
3: like my Saturday how long, night.
0: How long do we think it take, takes Jake to realize who he's seeing at the end scene of the movie is actually Matt? Or does he keep on like trying to figure out who it is just because he's sitting there with Paula?
2: Because
0: mm. I kind of think he knows right away, but he's just trying to like think of what he's going to do, not think about who it is.
1: That's a good question. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. either. I think... From his angle, because, like, he's behind him, and he's, like, on the other side of the restaurant. It does seem like it would be hard to, like, tell for sure that it's him. Right. And you're not just going to, like, go punch a guy out without knowing for sure that it's the right person.
0: It's <laughs> a risky oh, gamble. Jake, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> see, careful.
1: Although I, I do suppose if he knew what um, Matt's wife looked like, she was on the other side of the table, and he could see her face.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: or, true. I, I don't know if they had met before
0: um yeah i wouldn't so. be surprised if there was some scene we didn't see of jake trying to stalk matt to be like who is this fucking guy that that Lainey keeps talking about and it's like because he would just take it to that that level and this is how mm-hmm. good these characters are written that we can infer all this um that we don't see and when the movie ends
3: we've done a pretty thorough job
0: yeah, investigating
3: We've, yeah. we've uh, pushed the rom-com agenda, which is, like, kind of all I do in my life. Yeah, this or is where the agenda. Alison
1: Brie agenda.
3: Yeah, the okay. Alison Brie agenda, the, the James Spader agenda. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
0: Yeah. It is interesting, like, how silent Leslie Henlon has been recently. Um, but yeah. I know Russian Doll is, like, in the can, but it's just, I don't know, it must, must have been COVID that pushed it back.
3: Oh, so they right. are
0: doing the season too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Good. Yeah,
3: Annie Murphy. Yeah, you should really start
0: in that. Internet. You 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 oh. dig it. It's it's, it's so even good. more New Yorky than this is.
3: Yeah, truly. Yeah. Because yeah. right. like a bodega is like a critical part. It's mm-hmm. uh it's so good. Yeah. Oof.
0: Jesus it's three people. Who, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They run into like I don't know. Uh, Who's like. <laughs> The first person that popped into mind was Woody Allen, but
3: not oh, terrible to say. Not him. Yeah, no, I, see, no. I see him on the street. He's getting pushed.
1: They go to uh, Adam Sandler's jewelry shop. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, God. Yeah,
0: he's in character.
3: Yeah. All the time. I, I guess the to- only
1: other thing I was going to mention was uh, when we were talking about, like, what places this movie in 2015 and how it felt like the perfect amount of, like, tech stuff. Like, the Facebook mentions dated a bit, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, I was pretty... Sometimes people mention, like, Facebook, um, but not that often anymore. It's not, Mm -hmm. like, a daily thing, I don't think. Um, Like, it was maybe back... Even then, in 2015, it was starting to go away, but... And then, like, the way they show texting in the movie mm-hmm. feels mm-hmm. kind of 2015 compared to a movie, even a couple of years later, you, uh, you've seen Personal Shopper, uh, um, yeah. which is more like, I feel like movies now, the way they incorporate iPhones, most do, it feels a lot more organic than, than they did in the first part of the 2010s. I, yeah, I fully guess. agree
0: with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned love life, the new HBO show at the start of the episode and what they do in that show, they divide the screen in half and have the text be one half of the screen. And then the show is the other half. It's like, okay, that's, I like that more than when texting is just a bubble of the answer yeah. and, and response. And it's like, that can be kind of tacky, but.
3: Yeah, it's the. Yeah. It's the you just want something with the most
0: visually imaginative that I can, that can right. be. Right.
3: Right.
1: Or the emailing, and uh, you've got mail very organic.
3: So good. <laughs> so good. It brings yeah. us back. There's that famous yeah.
0: gif of like Hank's blowing his fingers like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> when he's about to start talking about uh, he's about to enter his film bro era in that scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mansplaining the Godfather. Yeah. That's
3: right. Literally, I yeah. do that
1: every time I'm gonna send a tweet.
3: <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> love um, to do a visual thing on a podcast.
0: <laughs> it's funny you bring up Facebook and that Yavi, yeah, you're, you're here um, because you're you're on our social network episode, one of our first. Oh episodes. yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, like something you'd you'd hear that mm. was expressed in social network is like Facebook me. You'd hear that a lot. It's like, what did we hear that a lot? <laughs> and, mm. Um, no.
3: <laughs> like no we didn't yeah More and even Jade comments trying on to make it, like, things happen
0: yeah like wait who, that was weird to say out loud um
3: yeah god wow i forgot that i not to make it about me but i did forget that i was on to talk about the social network that was in my deep in my social network era
0: <laughs> you know that was over two years ago now <laughs> god, yeah.
3: That Isn't that, that's yeah that's disgusting that's insane that it's makes insane. me feel like a granny yeah. Good lord! I
1: yeah, I know we're all social yeah. network. Uh, Interesting rom com.
3: Yeah, totally. Like it's it's yeah. it is the gay movie if you think about it. It is. <laughs> Andrew Garfield was robbed. That's what he should have gotten. Are you team
1: uh, Garfield or team Timberlake?
3: Oh, fuck Justin oh, Timberlake. We get into that. Yeah, that's really, really oh god, I hate episode. Justin Timberlake so much. I this is a tangent, but my friends and I would do trivia over the summer at a at a local bar and. uh, Um, I hated Justin Timberlake. I do hate Justin Timberlake. And I was, I made a little joke about how much I hate Justin Timberlake and, um, we won trivia and our trivia name was, um, I I killed Justin Timberlake and all I did was win at trivia. Um, and we won and I got a beer opener. It was great. It was like, it's fun. I was pushing the agenda. (laughs) You should should make it into t-shirts and be
0: like, I killed Justin Timberlake and all I got was a Salazzo t-shirt
3: no, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah exactly
0: <sighs> god were were your friends over like, well, oh, Crimea river, yeah.
3: <laughs> no they were like they they supported me they like they understood Thanks. my my struggle my yeah. my trauma um <laughs> <laughs> i was in respect to health yeah. yeah literally like they gave me some they gave me some uh some coping mechanisms i just can't stand him i hate him so much with like such a visceral burning passion like we but had to that's why about him. he's so perfect
0: as sean parker because it's like this whole i know shit yeah um,
3: Sounds like you're it, not
1: a big fan of Friends with Benefits.
3: I'm not. No, <laughs> you're no.
0: more of a No Strings Attached girl.
1: Yeah, I was just
3: about to say, yeah. why watch Friends with Benefits when you could watch No Strings Attached? <laughs> they're the same um, movie.
0: <laughs> it's interesting that this is produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay too. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it, like they're definitely like they produced Booksmart and Hustlers. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they have like interesting taste as a I didn't know that producers.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, didn't they star this
0: year? Yeah. <laughs> R&D. They did break up.
3: Yeah. 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 Bummer. I don't remember well, where I read that.
0: Farrell was salty about Adam McCain not casting him in the uh, winning time, the new right. HBO show about the Lakers.
3: And, right.
0: Yeah.
3: It's Is like, that I the one going Will Farrell
0: wanted to play Magic
1: Johnson and, and McCain was uh, like probably not.
3: <laughs>
1: no. <laughs>
0: That'd be insane. Um mm-hmm. I think O'Burnham was gonna play Larry Bird, but then he had to drop out.
3: <gasps> oh It's wow. devastating. I didn't know that. I bet I would yeah. know that if I was on Twitter. <laughs>
1: Damn, <Like> your- my <laughs> is very mad at me that I haven't watched that Bill Burnham Netflix thing yet.
3: This is another visual thing, but <laughs> I have po- po- a poster. I have. I saw it in the theaters because I'm mentally ill, and they were giving <laughs> they were giving away posters, and I have it hanging in my room now. <laughs> that's a red flag. That's the equivalent of like a guy <laughs> a guy having a Pulp Fiction uh, poster in his dorm room. <laughs> Like, that's mine.
0: <laughs> but Megan still accepts you as you are. And it's like, well, my exactly can ask
3: for yeah. Exactly. She went with me. She also has the poster in her room. We're made for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Never leave. Literally, MFEO, Sleepless in Seattle. I have right. a first
1: reformed poster. Is that oh. a red flag?
3: <laughs> that's a flag for sure. <laughs> I don't know Look, what I'm color it is. I'm just a
1: big proponent of uh, climate change awareness.
3: <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> Which yeah, that's
0: know. like a warning we are we're not even aware of yet.
3: Right, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny.
1: First reform and interest in rom com. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's like such a cute meat it's like such a delightful me meet- cute. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. It has a really peppy score. Yeah. It's, it's totally. Yep. <laughs> I completely forgot. Uh granted I've only I've actually seen this movie three times this year, because uh, I only saw it um uh, this year with that, with that list completely forgot on this rewatch, Catherine Marston plays I'm mm-hmm. Scott's wife. One of my favorite actresses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: She yeah. plays Emma. And, uh, but, um, there was another criticism that I read about like, um, that guy Lainey meets at, um, the kid's birthday party and, and mm-hmm. he's like two milk toast or whatever, <laughs> or, um, yeah. um, just kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't given enough, enough time. To breathe in between that uh, that that party that they go to and when they mm-hmm. first have that date and like I can see where they're coming from but it's also when uh, Jake goes off with Paula and it's like they're sort of separated because they just find other people and they're hey they're sleeping with right. other people
3: <laughs> literally yeah. it's the name of the movie yeah I don't know.
1: that didn't stand out to me yeah same yeah, like are you saying like it would have been more interesting if he was more likable and there was like a dynamic like oh maybe she should like explore with him but it was like clearly like no this guy sucks
0: yeah that's that's sort of the vibe i got too from from one of the uh, i guess that makes sense yeah um if we have nothing else i guess we can go over to favorite scene yeah
1: hell yeah yeah Yeah. can i start please please i've been uh uh holding this scene in the whole time we've been talking i'm so glad that we haven't brought it up the entire <laughs> time because the scene's freaking amazing it's when they go to the party the birthday party they're both rolling on ecstasy mm-hmm. that whole scene is amazing perfect
0: happy birthday look who it is look at
3: this
0: for human human Isn't it?
3: Birthday. Hi, happy it's birthday. Your birthday. It's your birthday. Actually, it's uh it's Henry. He's seven. She's not seven. Oh my god, I'm so happy you guys are here. Oh my god. Oh, my god. <laughs> are you
2: guys hi. We're actually rolling.
3: Ecstasy? You know that's how yeah. actually Henry was conceived. No Yeah. That
2: explains a lot. Full
3: circle. Yeah, yeah, don't have a baby, guys. No offense, but seriously, just Yeah. be safe. You know what I mean? But I'm so happy you guys are here. Okay, it's so good to see you. Oh, Transformer guy didn't show up. Are you so. kidding? No, no, no. Oh my God. <laughs> just, just kidding. No. Okay. And no. And so there's a little bit of a meltdown, so it's a little bit of a okay. crisis. So I'm hey, glad here you're you here. Oh, is this for Henry? Yeah. Oh,
2: great. He yes. loves New York lady flip flops. Oh no, 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 be? those are mine. Those are for me. Those are for me. Oh. Sorry, that shouldn't be. That's just a shitload of candy.
3: Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, that'll be nice. Are those hot pads also for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But can I just hold them now? Sure. Okay. Hey. Come in. Like, she said
0: "relax," and that word lasted a whole four seconds.
3: Yeah, <laughs> every
1: line is just gold. Mansukh is—he's like, "I miss drugs." <laughs> and Brie, like, the song kicks in. She's dancing with the kids. It's like, "Oh, this is so great! I love this." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, easy I've, pick yeah. for favorite scene
3: i would like rewatch that scene on YouTube just like when I need to feel something, you know, because yeah. it's like so fun. It's just so good.
0: Yeah. 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 And he wants to be inside her like hard. And she's single right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> That's really <laughs> it. Totally.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
0: It's Jake's friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a great pick. Gabs, do you have yours?
3: Yeah. I think mine, I say I think as if I didn't already tease it at the beginning of the episode so everyone this is this is it this is you're just trying to build I'm up the suspense for. a little bit more <laughs> right i'm just yeah. <laughs> i'm uh I'm, I'm just doing some bits um i my favorite scene is the one after um after laney sees uh adam scott at the at that party and after Lainey, not Laney, after Jake has, after Jake sleeps with Paula, that scene that I already mentioned where they're lying on the bed together and they're just like, I think we're in love. What do we do about that? But you want to do Mm -hmm. that just felt very real. I, like I said, I've never been in love with a best friend, but I can imagine that it's gotta be a similar feeling to that. You know, like you love this person as a, a best friend, a partner in a different way than a romantic way. And if you pursue them romantically, you risk, you know, losing that, um, or it could be great. So it's, I don't know. I just felt very real, very, very authentic. And I, I like that they didn't try to like act upon it. They both were just like letting themselves be vulnerable together. I love the mm-hmm. vulnerability.
0: Yeah. You love to see it. And I think we the do. vulnerability that Jake suddenly realizes goes into my favorite scene. Uh, the phone call at the police station that,
2: Hey baby. Jake. Yeah. 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 Uh, how you doing?
3: Um, I'm, I'm fine. Where are you calling me from?
2: Hey, did you know they don't have a separate jail for cool people who fucked up? Just one big old jail for everyone? Jake, what happened? <laughs> well, I, uh, I ran into our old college buddy, Matthew Sovacek.
3: Baby, what did you do?
2: Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I, uh... Sort of beat the shit out of him. Fucked up his life a little bit? What it was. Why did you do that? I, um. <gasps> well, I just, um. I just really miss you. You know, I think about you. Like, all the time. You know what? The word think is wrong, because I, I don't actively do anything. You're just. here. <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't think I'd remember you. You know, I thought I'd, I'd forget about all, all of it, and I. Uh, I didn't. You know, I just. Uh, I know we're no good at this shit, and that's why we agreed to stop seeing each other so we wouldn't fuck it up. But. But I want you to come back. I need you to. Because. Because uh, I'd rather fail with you than win, with anyone else. talking. I love hearing your voice. I love hearing you say my name. Yeah.
0: You know, it's it's like he's trying to finally admit he would rather be imperfect with someone that he truly cares for rather than someone maybe he wants to be shelled up or like mm-hmm. sort of pretend to be someone he's not with Paula. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's really r- refreshing and mature um, that that you would, you would be like, yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to do this for me and not To Mm -hmm. please somebody else that wants a different version of who I am, Uh, yeah. Sleeping with Other People, great, great movie. Um, Everyone should watch it. It's uh, it's one of those under the radar hits uh, from from the decade that it's like we don't make these anymore, but when they're really great, they're great.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not available to stream anywhere for free either, which is like so sick and twisted. It needs to be. It's pretty available yeah it's like incredibly fucked up um Mm -hmm. but i did buy it so like that's fine (laughs) well
0: if you could share that with the rest of us
3: yeah Yeah, well (laughs) listen listen at the end of the episode i'll give you my discount code Mm -hmm. hashtag sponsored (laughs) hashtag not now i mean none of
0: us have amc plus here which is a real bummer
3: is it on amc plus i mean it it doesn't sound like a a real place
0: to watch movies
3: but, that is disgusting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I subscribed to AMC Plus. Uh, well, I did to get this movie. So.
3: <laughs> maybe
1: it's on there because like the Allison Bree Mad Men tie-in. That's like, oh, maybe main possibly. Name. I don't know. It's I'm on sure
0: IFC as an add-in for Amazon Prime, and it's like that's obviously because it's distributed right. by them. Uh, yeah. And also, I'm just realizing that this is an IFC movie, and also Brockmire is. So I mean, that's maybe. Yeah yeah brockmeyer
1: mm-hmm. if you want some more amanda pete again i do recommend that. that that show is a little uh ted lasso-ish mm-hmm. um so it's like four we seasons
3: did, we didn't even talk about how this movie is just ted lasso but but he fucks you know
1: <laughs> without the mustache right like he, yeah. he just yeah
3: yeah uh. It's like,
0: it's like Superman, like he puts on the last, on the the mustache and it's like, oh, who's this? this Now I coach football. Oh,
3: (laughs) before, before we, before we stop, I do need to say that Mm. Jason Sudeikis recently did a table read of It's a Wonderful Life where he played Uh, George Bailey and he did an incredible job when he does the little, like, I would lasso the moon and that whole like little speech, I swooned, like I'm a gay woman and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh. (laughs) just <laughs> like oh say it to me say it to me jason I'm feeling things i don't
0: feel very often anymore
1: i know
3: i'm like get me yeah. the moon you <laughs> jason
0: sudeikis cameo
3: literally know, <laughs> mm, <anyway>. um, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and it, it you know like i i think we haven't mentioned yet like there's certainly like a career of his that you can that you can maybe want to spot where it's um pre and post Olivia the wild mm,
3: yeah yeah, yeah
1: so. True. He was with her at uh, this point during the movie, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I
1: yeah, hope I she's so. doing
3: well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I think she is. She's directing yeah. a movie coming out yeah. next year, I think.
3: So. Yeah. Dating Harry Styles. It like, feels right. like she's doing okay.
0: Yeah, living everyone's dream. Maybe we'll yeah. get
3: that
1: rom con. God,
3: actually, that would be so good. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that would be
0: interesting. Because <laughs> we haven't covered him uh, other than um, that bit part. In uh, book smart, oh, I
3: thought you were talking yeah. about Harry Styles, and I was like, Harry oh. Styles was oh, right. Booksmart. that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I was, what like, I was I thinking that. too. I was yeah. like, I've seen that movie so many times, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah, established that,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. And I, and I just double checked, um, that they got together in uh 2013,
3: mm.
0: yeah. And then okay, so it's like, hmm, so like Ted Lasso comes out last year, and that's when they broke up, so it's like, oh, well, that's interesting, but
3: interesting, um.
0: Yeah, and always yeah. yeah. Like doing well. Like he's one of them. He's Emmy.
3: doing all like, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he's fine, you know. Yeah. Like I feel like he's doing all right.
1: Mm-hmm. He's living his best life. Yeah. He's, he's with Elaine. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Elaine.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, anyway, thank you for being here. This has been an absolute oh. delight. Yeah. Well, thank you for having the me. Doors always open.
3: Aw, so yeah. nice. I love coming on. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. A privilege. My honor.
1: <laughs> Very fun. Thank you for introducing yeah. the movie. Course, oh, I'm, I'm so favorite. glad you liked
3: it. am so glad uh, yeah. you liked
0: it. Do you have one more rom-com recommendation that you're like, wow, this one, it doesn't have to be from mm. this decade. In fact, like, do you have one that's pre-20 cents that you're like, this one doesn't get the love it deserves? What?
3: let me see. I have, I usually have like a lot of rom-com memorabilia in my room. Um, most of it is when Harry met Sally at the moment. Um, I would recommend any of the Nora Ephron trifecta. Of course the, uh, you've got mail sleepless in Seattle. I still haven't seen sleepless. Ooh, you gotta, you gotta, you You gotta, um, yeah. Also like I would heartily recommend while you were sleeping with Sandra (laughs) Bullock and Bill Pullman. Yeah, me too. Um, that's also a great Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I yeah. And that's I think, a Chicago uh, movie, I believe. It's a Chicago mm-hmm. movie, yes, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: There you go. Represent. AM. Uh This Is My Life is Nora Efron's Dark be debut. And that one mm-hmm. is also great.
3: Yes. I would also recommend reading Nora Ephron's writing. She's a fantastic mm-hmm. essayist. Or was rather. Um and I feel bad about my neck is a wonderful essay collection. She's just a brilliant, brilliant writer and it sucks that she's no longer with us.
0: Yeah. But it's also very nice to see one of her best friends, Natasha Leone, is involved in this, uh, just yeah. to add some layer of, a uh, authenticity to where this movie is pulling from. Right. Uh, do you have anything to like plug or promote or want to shout out? Or are you just like, you're just living. You're just I'm chilling. totally
3: like, I'm vibing. Um, <laughs> I would shout out to, oh, I work for uh, I would like to shout out my, my podcast production company, not sorry productions. We uh, work great. And I would love it if you would listen to some of our shows and by you, I mean the listener, we work really hard on them. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Nice. Awesome. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I can be found on Twitter. uh, Jackie Draper Ty, We're, we're still there. Why, mm. why, why do we do this to ourselves?
3: Uh, y'all are, y'all are yeah. so brave. Yeah, I know, I
0: know.
1: We're perpetually online. Perpetually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: perpetually online. That sounds like a good bio. Um, so true. I have some yes. writing on film on my own personal medium and simple cinephile. Yes. Um Wow. That's yeah, weird. Um, <laughs> and Boston hassle. I, uh, oh yeah, this is the part that I usually announced where it's streaming, but it's streaming nowhere. Except for AMC Plus, which is mm. not a real sentence. Um, and <laughs> next week is a really big. Bo- it's just, honestly like next week except that we're like reversing roles. Like I've never seen this one. Uh, it's called Bridesmaids, and <gasps> Brody Chanel will be here for that one.
1: You've oh. never seen Bridesmaids? Wow! Oh my Fine. god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be good.
3: Have yeah. fun! Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a time.
1: Yeah, excited for that. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at T Money Talks and on Letterboxd at T Money Talks, uh, where you can track me watching more rom coms, going through the full history, um, maybe rewatching this movie. You know, several times a year, something like that. We'll see. Feeling the vibes, um, but yeah. Thank you all so much for listening, and uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Pod. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Exiting2010s. You can email us at ExitingThroughThe2010s at gmail.com. And we will catch you next time on Exiting Through the 2010s.